1: D-O-I in apostrophe I-T-W-I-T H-D-A-N-N-Y And
0: J-E-N-N-Y
1: podcast it really is first things first happy new year I want to thank Eli Braden always for that song I love that song It's one of my favorite things
2: I I want to wake up to it
1: I like a song that has punctuation in it I like a song that has my name in it me too that's probably my favorite (laughs) I love when they spell my name
2: I like my name spelled and sung
1: look it's no secret we have not done a podcast in a while. After having not done a podcast in a while.
2: Wait a minute, we haven't, we haven't done one all year.
1: This is the first podcast of 2018.
2: When was the last podcast we did?
1: Before 2018, well, obviously. Uh, when was it? <laughs> was it December guy?
2: It was Andy.
1: No, it was us. It was just us. It was just the two of us. God. This is some great stuff. Holy shit, yeah. Life gets in the way.
2: Life does get in the way. I mean, we both, we we work. We have, you know,
1: I have a dog that's farting. Yeah, we have jobs, mysterious illnesses. We have everything going on. You never know. You
2: never know. You
1: never know. You never know. The flu
2: was going around. I had the flu.
1: I know. Jenny had the flu. Which wasn't
2: mysterious, but I did have the flu.
1: I was thinking that there was a part of me that was thinking you were faking it and something was going on in your life. I'm going to be completely honest.
2: No, I had the flu- So, like, I went to the doctor. I don't go to the doctor.
1: No, I know you don't.
2: I don't. Like, I'm deathly afraid of the doctor. I I mean, I do, but I'm deathly afraid of the doctor. The fact that I went to the doctor was legit.
1: Yeah, no, I go to the doctor at the drop of a... Well, you're Jewish. I am. That's a different... I know. That's a different thing. It's tough. They're on speed dial for you. I had to go, and I went, and I... uh, And then it was like I did... I did that stress test where you do the, uh, you know, the treadmill... Oh and and it was not you were tip top mint condition? No, I was not. And in <laughs> no. fact I got on a scale and I was the second heaviest I this is about a month ago. I was the second heaviest I've ever been. Nice. But I have like I have opposite anorexia. I think I've talked I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but I will walk past a mirror mm-hmm. in my bathroom with no shirt on at my heaviest. Right. And I will look at it, and I will just think. "Mm, You'll be like, "Boom!" I would hit that shit. This guy's got it. Yeah. So I don't see how fat I get, and so and I didn't step on a scale. So it was like very. It was it was an eye opener.
2: Wait, do you have? So you do you do you have trick mirrors, or you just see different? No,
1: that's just how I see myself. Like I would. For you, I I don't. I have a very positive. I, I look, and somehow I am selectively like I have Instagram filters and Facetune in my eyes. Vis-a-vis me in a mirror
2: that's so I wish I had that yeah no I just had I just have regular like I just I know when I look good and I know when I don't
1: it's just I just think like holy shit you're like you I would be all over that look <laughs> fantastic and I was It was so then I did like yeah and so then you know I went to the cardio I did, did all these tests. I'm fine I'm just yeah. fat so that was that was basically it. you
2: know when during our hiatus this year I was in Las Vegas for seven days
1: Tell me about that.
2: So seven days, sixteen shows at the Laugh Factory the Tropicana. Wow. And by the way,
1: your face up on a marquee? If I get, yeah, if I get there bra- was a
2: little it. a was the way, a was a video of it on the marquee, and I, if when, I, I was, brag for Jenny. when I was little bit of a little in of a in a taxi... And I lost it to, on the cab driver. I go, holy shit, that's me up there. That's me. And he goes, no way. And he, like, stops. And he was like, that is... Sh-. Like, I was so excited. And oh he's God. like, let's stop it. But it was, like, a one of those videos that, you know, it moves. Yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah. So,
1: we, like, we stopped and waited for it to... You waited go. for it to cycle through? So I could get, yes, yes, I could get a video yes. of it. $3 shrimp cocktail. Yeah, by the no, way, yeah. Me. Like, how subtle
2: is that? Like, I'm certainly not one that's like, yeah, whatever. It happens all the time. No, I'm losing it with the cab driver. No, it was I know. It was so excited for me but if I ever felt like I don't feel attractive all I would need to do is walk around a casino yeah and wow I've never felt prettier because because the clientele let's
1: say there was a lot of fanny pack action see now okay I have a different Vegas experience sometimes than well if you you've got. been in
2: the Tropicana
1: I, that's true the Tropicana is a little bit like yeah, it's probably, it's it's a little more Branson, I think. I based. would, yes, it,
2: yeah, there, well, like,
1: I've, How's like, that for East, how's that for Coastal Elite people? Well, so Bill Dawes, who
2: yeah. was a really great comedian, super nice guy, friend of mine, he, I was featuring for him. Yes. But right before every show, Rich Little was a performer.
1: Are you kidding me? He's no. still alive?
2: <laughs> and nice as could be, too, yeah. And his, his clientele, it was like Branson, though. I mean, everyone, and he still does. Did he do Nixon? He oh uh, George Burns uh, oh, the wow. uh, Nicholson time, like he like... did all the yeah he did all of his he was but he was such a nice guy but he was so like old school showman yeah you know like he had hair was just all brown <laughs> oh but, really like, yeah so oh yeah yeah it was great is,
1: what is he like I'm sure this is an easily Google, Google yeah I have fact. no idea exactly how much um, he is, is he I, I, guy would you tell us how old Rich Little is when you get a chance yeah why why are up I'm gonna say like eighty five.
2: That would be, yeah. What do you think? I'll just say 82, just to see who wins. Isn't
1: this exciting, people? We're going
2: to find out how old Rich Little is. So, the first night, so I flew in on a Monday. Uh There was two shows, two shows every night, and then three shows. I think it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or something like that. Wow,
1: three shows? Yeah. What time? It was 8,
2: 10, and midnight.
1: Holy fuck, that's exhausting. It was like... And how long are you on? Do you do 30?
2: Yeah. And by like the last, I mean, I'm not kidding you, I was like by Saturday night I mean I'd been there like I truly but the first that Monday there was I was like oh god please don't let this be the whole time there was hardly anyone there and everyone was really really old uh-huh. and when, when I walked out there I mean there was a lady in the front row and I heard Mark who was the who was the host Soretta, I'm gonna say his name wrong but yeah, I heard him ask her what her name was and she said it was Shirley And so when I walked out, there she's sitting there with a walker next to her chair. Uh Uh-huh. And everyone's just staring. Like, if I, I would get a laugh, but usually I'm like, okay, I know where there's a punchline that I'll get like an extended laugh where I want to take a drink or something. Sure. It was like, I got the laugh where it was supposed to be, but it was like, (laughs) huh.
1: Oh, my God. And that was it. So I Because it was an act of exertion for this crowd?
2: I guess so. But I, I really, hold
1: Oh, my God. You were closer. 79 years old he's on Rich Little. Okay. Good for him, man. Sorry, well, he's, Rich Little. He's, he's, l- still,
2: he's still kicking it. has like, got a residency there at That's Tropicana. Fantastic. Yeah. Good for him. So, after my set, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, clearly my closer's not going to just be this, like, rip-roaring, thank you, night. Yeah. And I just look and so I go, well, Shirley, I'm going to miss you most of all. And I'm not kidding you. She just looked at me and just let out, like, three really wet coughs.
1: Really? And
2: that was it. She didn't even smile. She just looked me dead in my eye in these phlegmy, like really, like, and then three, and then just went back to staring at me with this blank face. I'm like, signing off, like.
1: Well, in the old country, the old Yiddish theater, that was the highest compliment you could get.
2: <laughs> I was, but I, I walked, I started laughing. Bill's wa- about to walk out. He's like, well, good luck, man. I, Yep. Yeah.
1: I warmed them down.
2: I, I got three wet coughs, so let's see what let's you can what do. You can yeah, let's see if you boy. can get five. Yeah. Oh, my God. But then it was like Then the rest of them were great Like Yeah But it was just such a I mean the Monday night Eight o'clock I guess wasn't
1: No it's probably not uh, No I, I, I can imagine Wow that's so funny But it did get better Did you have some packed houses Oh
2: we had some really Like yeah they, There were some really Really great shows And the people Because everyone there Is just like Oh there's a comedy show We're going No one's like I mean I think There was a few people That like maybe Followed me on that Afterwards Were like Hey we came to Yeah we, but I think for the most part, there's it's like we want to laugh. Yeah. Oh, hey, there's a comedy show. We'll go see that. Like, I know Bill had there was a lot of people that came for him, came, you know, came to see him. But then there was there were the people that were just at the
1: hotel. Yeah. But it was like that. Ah, this was How, such do a they, do, yeah. I'm curious, like, you know, so like, you know, when people do cruise ships. Yeah. The 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 the, um, the accommodations for the talent are famously terrible, like Amistad level for for i had a friend who actually did kill himself which is not the funny part of the story but, that's hilarious but he, he did like three years on a cruise ship nice guy um, if i did three years on a cruise ship bye. and but he told me that it was it was like in, branson it was so terrible his accommodations really and like you couldn't even and there was no like fraternize, so you couldn't even like he couldn't even get laid because you're not supposed to fraternize with the with the guests because you know they don't want the they don't want the comedian cock-blocking a couple.
2: You don't want to get that Norwalk? Yeah, right. the, 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 yeah <laughs> the Norwalk. You don't want to pass the on Noro. that? To, was it Nor? What is it called? It's nor- the Norovirus, but the I Norwalk th- is... It's what not, is you that?
1: Go, you can get that in Connecticut. It's Norovirus. Norovir- norovirus. Yeah, yeah, thought,
2: yeah. Is, What is a Norwalk then, isn't it's it? It's a town I in thought that was... So, why right? did I think it was something else? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I'm retarded. You're never... I'm
2: not retarded. I'm sp- extra chromosome. What are you supposed to say? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um... <laughs> Boy, we were, I was at this um, dinner last night. Um, it's this big charity thing that they do. It's all comedy writers and comedy people. It's called The Beef Steak. And Matt Selman hosts it. He's been doing it for like eight years. With, yeah, um, I don't get invited to that. With, with um, Tim Heidecker. And a, and I mean, Eric uh, Warheim and a bunch of other people. But And it's huge. And you eat meat with your hands. And it's a... It's, it's a just,
2: big deal for a bunch of comedy writers. Big deal for a bunch of comedy writers. Yeah, like I'm not a but comedy I, writer. I got into I'm like a, a 20 minute discussion check. with
1: comedy writers. And by the way, just I'm not—I not, I not making fun of just dis- uh, d- uh, developmentally disabled he is. people. He don't is. deal he with totally this. Is. I have my own daughter who deals with issues of. I'll rip on your daughter. That's good. But don't doing that. I have That's to say, nice. I was a lot funnier writer when I could say retarded on a sitcom. You should. Yeah. I miss it. You can't say that anymore. No, I know. I miss it.
2: Well, there's so many things you can't say, and it's just not fair.
1: I know it's so gay. It's so and that gay. we can't say it.
2: It's like who came up with that midgets?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are. By the way, th- we, this is the first podcast we've allowed. Uh, Guy, our producer, he's been writing some jokes for us, and so we just did a full yeah. set written by uh, Guy Opchinsky or but however uh, the fuck you say it.
2: I was just gonna say, like, I'm I'm gonna take a pass on this joke with the N word that he handed me.
1: I'll do it. So. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. Uh, uh, That's really horrible. Um, so. What else are we going to talk? Oh, we were going to talk about
2: uh, herpes. No. Just, <laughs> we are going to talk about herpes. Your herpes. I was just talking How about. How are they? I, they're not bad. I mean. Inflamed it, it, or no? It, yeah. I mean. It, or, do they it, get I'm, inflamed or do they. They get it?
1: inflamed. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable sitting. But. Um,
2: Isn't that. Oh, I thought those hemorrhoids.
1: No. Are herpes? I is have anal too? herpes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awards
1: yeah no i don't mean awards i'm you not don't. disgusting oh you're these classier anal, than that i'm
2: super sorry about that
1: so like where have we been so so i'll just i, I was talking to jenny about this because even she and i haven't talked in a while because we've both been you know she's been traveling to vegas and busy getting the flu and um uh, and playing a prostitute and playing a. Pro- oh yeah i want to talk about that first yeah. so jenny yes. is going to be on a network television show
2: He's titled the Mick.
1: The Mick, you may know, friend of our show. We should have. She's supposed to be on
2: a million times. Yeah, right? Caitlin, she's going to be on. She's. Uh, I talked to her about it.
1: She's Caitlin Olson. You know her from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And she the Mick.
2: Three weeks. She's going to have time off. So we'll... that's when I have time off too. Perfect. And so,
1: so um, the Mick. And when I met Caitlin, and I've I known her husband for a little while, but when I met Caitlin. Um, I introduced you, and then you said, "Oh, how's the
2: how's your show, The Nick?"
1: And I said, "I love The Nick," which is not which was a turn of the century doctor show, Mm -hmm. and um, Clive, and yeah, Clive Owen, Mm -hmm. and but she, uh, um, this is how I knew I'd love Caitlin because you know a lot of people would just let you off the hook if you said The Nick, yeah, and she spent the rest of the lunch talking about you know eighteen hundreds surgery techniques with (laughs) me. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, um, and... She's I, very funny. In my opinion, I'm just going to go say it. I think she's, like, one of the top five uh, women on television. She's I, awesome. I, she is she's, enormously talented. Just the, the act of a woman to hold your own on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And she steals the show week in, week out.
2: She, she's, she's naturally funny. That's just, the best thing. Like, naturally funny. Yeah. No. Just... You have a conversation with her and her timing, and she'll just say something like just deadpan. And, and
1: also completely, there's no, there's no vanity about her. No. I've worked with a lot of actors, actresses who never want to be seen The Fool. Oh, I, I, well, it,
2: Michael McDonald, who has been on, yeah. he directed the last episode of The Mick. Mm-hmm. And I had had dinner with him uh, Saturday night and he's like, oh, you're going to have last. I'm sorry, last Saturday night. And he's like, oh, you're gonna have so much fun. I loved, you know, working with Caitlin. And he said, she's so great because she's like, what do you think? You know, I'll do whatever he goes. She doesn't if she's she'll just say, well, what's what would be funnier? That's amazing. You know, just what would be funnier? And he's like. He goes, you know, sometimes you'll direct people, and it's like, you know, I realize you want me to say this, but could you make me look noble or charitable? <laughs> like, yeah, because noble's funny. Right. It's like nobody wants to make themselves look crappy. I, like, even I have one line on the show. I play a prostitute. Yeah. I went into makeup. I was like, oh, my God, put bruises. I mean, they sent me back the... to makeup for a cold sore.
1: I saw the picture. Can can we put one of these pictures on on the podcast? Sure. Yeah. So we'll put we'll put one of them the on. The one that I yes
2: the one that i posted on instagram today oh sure do that one. or do you want the one also i could do both do both the one um, with with my cold sore up
1: close yeah so i told jenny when i saw her and and honestly jenny is like my sister only i like her mm-hmm. and um i am um, like your sister but she posted this picture on instagram today and this was without the cold sore.
2: Yeah, this was right before they called me they, back in for the cold right sore. before they added the cold
1: sore to yeah. your pro- So, without the cold sore, it's Jenny dressed as a cheap whore.
2: Yeah, and they made it they made it a point to let me know that like when I went to the wardrobe fitting and everything the day before first off, it was kind of hilarious all the clothes were from Forever 21. That's hysterical. From, and I was like, what a great advertisement for, for Forever, Forever 21. They're like, yeah, we need this and this is not a high class or this is going to be a street crack like gotta go to forever 21 like absolutely every piece of clothing had a forever 21 hat like tag way, hanging off of it
1: forever 21 if you're interested in sponsors yeah we show. need a sponsor we still don't have one we so know. forever 21 yeah if you're out there
2: yeah yeah all the clothes came from there and they made it a point though even the wardrobe uh lady jennifer she goes yeah we just, this is going to be like a crack whore like am uh-huh. like fantastic let's really let's really jack this Can up. but i look
1: at this picture of jenny who as my like kind of you know, I just feel like my sister. Yeah, we're, we're, we're family. We're, we're family. We're friends. Um, nothing untoward, which is, you know. And I, I'm i having a hard time looking at her today because there was... Um, I should have brought the outfit. I, if you had worn the outfit, I would have... First of all, yeah, you would you would hear the difference in the tone of my voice. Yeah. But she... Would, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart.
2: I you, looked amazing you would, as a whore.
1: You looked amazing. You would be such... It was great a beautiful whore. crack whore. You would be such a... Gr- and I mean, I was, That's the sweetest thing you've ever Jenny's, said to me. You guys can't see this, but Jenny's crying right now. I know. Like, I love you, Jenny. Oh,
2: God.
1: No, but she looks really That's good. That's the nicest thing you've ever said oh, to me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Aww. Who knew? Oh, I, I... mean, Who knew? You should wear I, that more.
2: I'm going to start dressing like a crack whore more. <laughs> I think you should. I didn't realize I pulled it off so well. But then they added
1: to her, and you'll see in the second picture a herpy a cold sore on a, her lip lip. Her, a lip herp. a lip herp a lip herpy well obviously it's not a vagina herpy it's network television it would
2: well you know i suggested it which was instantly shot down yeah no but you know i was narrow trying to narrow minds
1: at the network
2: i was trying to really get into character <laughs> i really wanted to do to... well the thing is i really wanted to nail the it It's like you want to be invited back if like they ever need <laughs> a whore a whore or you know i was like i want to show up i want to be there early
1: yeah i want to have a herpy well the thing yeah. is Jenny, once she heard this, was so committed to it. She actually contracted genital herpes.
2: I did. Well, Simplex Simplex 2. Simplex Yeah. Not the bad one. one. Not the bad one.
1: Well, that's so cool, Jenny. Mm -hmm.
2: I really enjoyed that. I thought that was fun. I liked getting there and and having a trailer that said prostitute.
1: Oh, it's so good. That
2: was my favorite. I walked up and they're like, are you a prostitute? I am. Well, right this way. I was like, I felt like. I bet that's how Julia Roberts feels. like. You know, yeah. Halle Berry or
1: Lindsay Lohan every day of her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think we've had something like that. I think we once had. I remember seeing a trailer <laughs> that said something like um, "slutty girl" yeah. <laughs> or something like that, or or fat dude. <laughs> always, and then you are like, you
2: must be the fat dude, nope, right? Nope, nope,
1: nope, nope. You are
2: just a you are just a you're, fucking girl. You are right? just a body shamer. It's um. <laughs> <laughs> so horrible. So yeah. So anybody listening, if you if you have a show, you need a prostitute. Do you do you have any? I have a resume now. Yeah. yeah. Do you have an air date? I think it's like in a month, like four weeks. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But what, look for the Mick. What what is it the so second to last episode? Second or, to last episode. So yeah, second yeah. to last. First of all, you should be watching the Mick anyway. Yeah, watch all of them. Like don't don't just
2: wait around for that one sentence from me.
1: It's a good show, and then you'll get to see.
2: But then my like once you see it'll change like your
1: life. Yeah. No, you'll mark it where you were before and after. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's but like, where were you it's when the, it's the Kennedy assassination of guest parts?
2: I was going to say Kennedy, but like, where were you? Kennedy? I was I wasn't born.
1: I wasn't born yet either. I was two months from being born. Really? Yeah, that was November. I right? would have lost that bet. No, I would know, have thought you were in if, high school. Yep. No, no, <laughs> November and I was born in January. Jenny. Um. Uh. Also, what you may not. I think you got to see a little piece of her, but she's a real bitch.
2: Um. Yeah. You haven't seen that piece. <laughs> I usually hide that piece. Um,
1: well, that's really... So that's cool.
2: Yeah, I thought that was really fun. So I, I was very... It was very nice of Caitlin to do that. And Eva Longoria is directing.
1: Oh, that's really fancy.
2: Yeah, super cool. Fellow Texan. She actually went to the same college that my parents went to. Yeah? Yeah, Texas. Well, it was Texas A&I. And now it's Texas A&M Kingsville. But that's where she graduated from.
1: That's where my parents went. kind of amazing. Uh
2: huh. And then she went on... I'm trying to think where she... Look, she got her master's degree from somewhere. I was like, I didn't know. Really? Yeah. I looked at looked that shit up, guy. She's cute, though. She's cute. She was really fun, to, like really fun and super nice. That's fun. Nice Is sure she be directing
1: anything. a lot of Half Hour or no?
2: I had seen recently that she had been like getting into doing some directing. That's cool. Yeah. Good for her. And she's pregnant.
1: No. Yes. Turn off. um, <laughs> um No, I mean, that's. The,
2: With her husband's kid, too. How uh, boring is that? It's like, yeah,
1: she's glowing. Oh, okay, then we just pulled up the Eva Longoria Wiki. Let's see. We'll just fill oh, this you're time You're making me read all of this.
2: Tacoma, real degree, not an honorary one. From? Cal State Northridge. Oh,
1: a CSUN. Chicano studies. Where
2: she physically attended classes for three years.
1: I don't know. And uh guy has informed us in Chicano studies. Chicago that's that's yeah, badass. That's though. cool. That's real badass.
2: I have lots of respect for the people that go and further their education. I think that's awesome. I do too. I yeah, like it. That's really great.
1: I enjoy that as well. So yeah, so Jenny's traveling. My story was, and I want to talk about it because I'm actually like, without a joke here, I've, I've kind of been, I've been through a little bit of a, like a crushing. You've <laughs> You've had your... Hollywood. Yeah, so after all these years, like, I, I, I sort of pride myself, like, I know how pilots work, and I know that you fall in love with this project you're going to do, and... All my- let's
2: establish, how many years have you been doing this? So we can establish that you are a veteran of this.
1: Well, I mean, in terms of doing pilots, I probably did my first pilot in... I want to say... 97... Or ninety six. The first pilot that you wrote sold.
2: Yes. So. yes. Okay. And, and like yas, yas, yas. I don't know why I said yas. Twenty <laughs> one. I, I,
1: I, I think it's the uh, tequila you gave me, but I'm um, So Pretty like, sure I you know and out I yourself. made that pilot, and then it didn't air, and I was I was you know brutally unhappy, and I looked back on it, and it was like yeah that shouldn't have been on the air, but you know you write a lot of pilots, I've had two shows that have gone off of pilots, but most of the time. You write a pilot, and absolutely nothing happens. And I know that going in, the networks know it going in the studio. I'm know familiar it. with. It. <laughs> yes, I, I know you're familiar are. with that one. Not as much as you are, but yeah, I'm still green to it. But I've certainly and it hurts like hell if you get attached to it.
2: I at least went in the f- like the first few, like I I didn't let myself get attached because I was so pre warned by everyone like yeah. this is how it goes a network will buy this many and then they're gonna make yeah. this many and then they'll this many will see the light of day. Like it. Yes. So I just went in like, okay, that's, that's the nature of it. They buy it. That's great. Yeah. But like it, you can't help, but get attached to certain ones that it's, like
1: it's, it's tough. And, 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 in, in the case, and I've written, you know, I've been down the road with pilots that I wrote that were really deeply personal to me that I pitched that everybody loved. And at the last minute I had my, the the rug pulled out, but I could always say at the end of that rainbow that, Oh, I'm, I was definitely trying... I was making... I was taking a big swing. Uh-huh. I was taking a swing at something that was, like, definitely in my sensibility. And when I look at what's on the network, it's true. There's nothing on television. Like, my, sh- my show is totally different from what their shows are. Right. And I'm... And I, I'm... It's like, that's fine. I mean... I mean, the sad thing is, for me anyway, and it really has been, is that network comedy is just so terrible um there's there's just there's really i never watch it well it's
2: because now we've been introduced to netflix and hulu and 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 these where people will take these risks and these chances and things that i think before would be like there's no way you can do that you can't do that you can't and then you go and watch something that's like completely balls
1: to the wall it's exactly it
2: and you're so like you know like envious
1: almost of like God, you get to make what (laughs) Every you, <laughs> no, it's exactly it, and like, I mean, what, I, I guess what you trade off is is the money because you don't make the well, same. Well, network, money. yeah, they pay well. well. Network makes great money and their and network is paying me, so like I knew that. And the last few pilots I've done while under my Fox deal, I've been, you know, I've tried to make them, you know, super. I've tried to make them within network confine, confines, you know, but still a little out there. Right. And this year, when I, you know, when I was going to do a pilot this year, my main goal was. I'll do my Netflix show later. I'll do my HBO show later. Yeah. For this, I'm going to give them a network pilot. Yeah. And this will be the whole story of what happened with this because it's like, I, I'm telling this story, I was telling the story the other night at that dinner that I was telling the comedy writers because some people think like the disappointments end. They think you reach a certain point, yeah, where and like disapp- it stops hurting, or and something. it stops hurting, and the disappointments end, and you think you're going to be treated with respect and all that. And but you put work into something, and you you love it. Like you all too. of a sudden, you're
2: like the characters you create, the world that you've, and you're like, I can see this. I could see this person playing it, and and you start getting like, exactly. How great would this be if it, you know, like, and you know yeah. like I didn't want to do that with like the one that the that one that the last one that I sold and but i did i was like really no, i fucking absolutely. loved it and then you know to like to
1: not for it to just instantly yeah because so much work goes into it and you really and do And the sp- notes back and forth and, and, and yeah then- and so you're accommodating so many people and you're 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 fighting this obstacle course of varying points of view and then still figuring out to make it something mm-hmm. you still love so you haven't sold your soul which i think would be easier i just honestly don't know how to do it plenty of people have managed to do it I I don't know that I could either It's hard for me Like I want to try But I I I
2: don't really Like I do But then again I'm like that wouldn't be me To just sell my soul To the devil and go Yeah Yeah whatever Just tell me I'll do it I don't care I'm pretty
1: ready to do it No I'm not Yeah it's like Oh it's a bag of shit I really don't care I'll do it right. But But so I I said I'm gonna come up with something Everybody wants me From Modern Family To do like a family comedy And for many many years I've been trying to break This idea of like. Do people that
2: don't know you Want you to do this? Because the people that knew you... Would
1: never think I should do a family comedy. No, I I would never... People who know that, like, the modern family thing.
2: I I bet your own family wouldn't suggest that you do. No,
1: my own family doesn't think I should be part of any family.
2: Right. Um, I mean, have they tried to vote you off the island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) They would definitely. But, so, I had this idea that I was tinkering around with, which was, like, I wanted to do, like, a joint custody story. Right. I wanted to do a story about, uh, you know two couples a a broken couple that have remained friends but like the kids have to like change homes and like i'd always like the idea that from the man's point of view the wife had done better and things like that and i honestly i've been trying to break this thing and i could not make it work Mm -hmm. i was like i was i went into the studio early last year and um said hey this is what i want to do they love it but i could never figure out a way to make it for network television That wasn't sad. Mm -hmm. I was really hard. And so then my agent came to me and told me the story about this guy who's a talent manager out here. And he didn't have kids with his ex-wife, but his story was like, oh, that's the perfect way to do it. And what it was was he was married for a couple of years and divorced and doesn't see his wife for a year. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, I I don't know if it was acrimonious or it was just like, I think they just were both done. Yeah. And about um you know a year later two years later there's a knock on his door and it's a woman and a paparazzi from the the from a british tabloid Mm -hmm. and they go hey we're looking for a comment and he says i what what Mm -hmm. comment on what and she was like oh my god you 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 haven't heard Mm -hmm. and you know he his actual line he said was okay you have my full fucking attention Mm -hmm. it's like you're part of this international story your wife is dating prince harry were they still married no, they were done. but so it's your ex-wife, wife. Okay. yeah. So this guy was married. So that would actually be a better story. <laughs> so that would have been a better. Story. <laughs>
2: like knock on their door. It's like, hey, your wife? Well, she, did, she just went out for milk. Right. <laughs> but
1: this guy was so. This guy was actually married to Meghan Markle when this happened, and he and his friend had come up with this idea to do it and to give them kids as well or a kid as well, and everything just sort of came together. And I, all I could think about in my head was, oh my god, this is fucking timely. I know exactly. It's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm sharing custody with the royal family. That's it's just amazing. a no brainer to pick up. Right. You can like, e- like even if I was a shitty writer, put that on the air. You can make that happen. It's it's it, a great yeah. yeah it's so a great I came idea. up. So it was like, and then so we announce it. I do a great pitch. It's sold in the room. There's tons of press everywhere. This guy Trevor, who was there, was like on the cover of every magazine. Like we're doing that's this, her ex husband ex-husband, yeah, yeah, and a good guy and 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 but like we were so it was all there and it was just a go pilot and then i pitched the story and everybody's like pretty much on board and i turned in my first draft which i was super you know the thing is you do a pitch Mm -hmm. and you think you sold one thing yeah but if i were to pitch you a story and then deliver a script I promise you, 10 people would think I was pitching them a different thing. So, I like you because when you see the script, it's like, oh, you're filling in all the blanks as I tell you the story. Right. And I'm now executing the story. And so, like, when I did the outline, they're like, oh, no, even though it was what I said I was going to do, it's too much. So, I made an adjustment. I turn in the first draft and I get pretty good notes from the studio. I thought it was, I really am proud of it. I thought it would be great. Anyway, it gets the network. The network is really unhappy with it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's fair enough. There's five ways to skin this cat. All right. Like I, 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 you know, and again, I want to do a commercial show. All right. So I said, the network is going to give me notes. And I just, I say, no, I want to go into the network, which I do. And I sit there and I say, I can make this show anything you want. And I can do it fast. So tell me where I went wrong. Do you like the story? Yes. Do you like the, yes. No, you don't like this. And I went through page by page with the, you know, the, 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 head. And you,
2: of, you can like redo something in a day or
1: two. Yes. Like you're good at that. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm no, good. I, it's just, that's just experience. That's just 10,000 hours. But yeah. I, I, so I hear what they have to say. And honestly, I, you know, to Fox's credit, to the, the, the network's credit, I'll even give her a shout out, Suzanne Macos. She Love her. I like her. Do you like her? I've never met her. Oh, she's great, though. I just say I liked her in I, case I ever Yeah, yeah, it's a good, good plan. <laughs> no, I actually genuinely like her, and I've known her for many, many years, and I think she's smart. I'd give her, her a kidney. Her, <laughs> I wouldn't now. But no, I would, I'd still give her a kidney. I'm not just kidding. But she um, she gave me notes, and her notes were good. It was like I was focusing on things she didn't want to focus on, and, that was, and it was like, yeah, that's simplified. Lose this character, add this. I saw it. I said, yeah, this is completely something i can do so i disappear for like uh you know five days and i re i mean i lock myself in a hotel and completely rewrite the script and jerk off everywhere jerk off everywhere right right jerk off i don't right. want to leave that part out no that's it's, a big part of the process oh my god out, i'm sure that <laughs> the the hotel room under black light is a jackson pollock it is just... Like
2: Dateline. It's, yeah, it's, it's a It's like dat- the luminescent. Like, let's see if there's let's DNA what, and it's just... Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah.
1: CSI people are, like, yes. putting red yarn from yeah, one, from thing, one th- thing to, th- to th- another. Yeah, from one thing The trajectory. He's viewed yeah. yeah. here. This is where the nurse porn stopped. <laughs> and
2: then they're like, oh, the Bible. You- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not the Bible. Oh and the little God. can
2: of Pringles by the mini but, Shit yeah. everywhere. Oh, my um, God. Um, uh No. So,
1: um, so I do it. I turn it in. It seems like it's well received, uh-huh. but I already have a, an inkling that they're, they're balking and they pass on it.
2: But how did you feel about it? That, what you turned in? Did you feel like you were in, were you in love with that one or were you in love with like the first one that you I turned in? I like... loved
1: the second one even more.
2: How many did you turn
1: in? Two. How many times? Did, okay. So it was just two. two. And I love the second one e- e- even more. Okay. I mean, my theory on rewrites is this. If you can't make your rewrite better than your first attempt, mm-hmm. you should leave the show. Because no,
2: I meant like were the notes maybe like something you didn't enjoy and that you ha- you maybe were, wrote look, things
1: that you were like there were things, I don't really get There were things I cut that maybe I liked right? but I replaced them with things I liked even more. Okay. So the important thing when you're rewriting is to always make it better and if you're just and if you if you get notes that you can't address mm-hmm. without making the script take a jump forward mm-hmm. I always suggest walking away because you have to make it better each time you have to figure out a way to integrate their notes and still make it something you're proud of and i will say this that fox to their credit again they had good notes i was like not upset with them what i was upset with was that at the end of the day you know i gave them the show that is (laughs) I, I'm super proud of super commercial, and was right down the fucking middle.
2: And you're not allowed to take it anywhere else, are you? No, we don't. You,
1: you can. That's this exercise, though, because by the time you've taken, by the time you've, you have to do that. Yeah. Everybody's already made their own decisions. so this show probably should have been at ABC. Oh, I left out the most like, and here are the things you just have no control over.
2: They're all transgender. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're all transgender. <laughs> I'll tell that story. It's no, okay, no, okay. I am um, in the middle of this process. In the yes. middle of this process, when I'm doing a pilot, ABC <laughs> announces, ABC Disney uh-huh. announces it's buying Fox and Fox oh, is yeah, going yeah, away. Uh-huh. So what that means is that half the people making decisions on my, uh, on my pilot will be out of a job by the time my pilot aired. If it were, if it was there. So it's... Oh, that's uncomfortable. And so there's no, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's, so I was, you know, I just, I, I guess I'm venting, but just to say that it's super hard. It's like, it's so fucking hard. And there's a reason, I, yeah, there's a, hold on, we're taking a picture right now. Guy, get in there. Lean. Okay. We took okay. I want to get the whole, the whole gang. Do we too. But there's a reason... You know, television, network television's terrible. Well, you know, I, I... The process is not... It's not designed... It's not designed to be good. And it's not even these people... It's not even... I don't even think it's these network executives' fault. I think it's a systematic Well, I think fault. everybody
2: has a boss. Everybody has somebody to be, you know... They have to be accountable. Right. So your... Goes to somebody else that has to go to... You know, it's like nobody wants to be the... Yeah, The one that's going to get yelled at Like who put this piece
1: of shit on the air That's exactly it And you can go through a whole career saying no You're only in trouble after you say yes
2: But nobody wants to And you keep saying yes Like Yes? Yeah you keep saying Like you're a 20 me- year old sorority girl yeah. Yes Yes, yes. yes. But it's it. I feel like everyone No one wants to get in trouble And that's the reason network shows are so safe Yeah It's like They'll they'll buy pilots that are a little risky Yeah But they'll never make them Because it's like When it comes down to, to pull the trigger They're like uh, yeah let's just go with the one no. with the family because, that's kinda... yeah
1: because ultimately a network you know somebody who says yes says it doesn't matter we have this show on the air it's just like that you know so we weren't doing right. anything different but it's like when you take the big swing you get
2: yeah it's it's like if it works you're a hero you know yeah but it doesn't always work but you know the whole thing is you have to fail in order to succeed and yeah. and i think that people are so afraid to fail like I, I, I it is it's fear-based in my head like the analogy that i would use is when i have sold a pitch, and then I, I turn a pilot in, and this is what it's just me. I've had writing partners in the yeah. past. that was a script i I really loved, but it's like if you you know mad libs yeah. like okay, so the mad lib part is what we all agreed on, yeah, but the blank what I put in the blank is yeah. is no is fuck and it yeah. it's and they're like, no, could we just do golly jeepers yeah and and it exactly it turns the whole thing. It, it you know it, it's like what I had in mind is not what you had in mind, and then we just go back and forth and
1: right. It, and they're it, very you know there's a there's a, there's a quality. And again, I'm not really even speaking to this experience that I just had right now, but there is a quality in network television, I think, in comedy where they want you to give away the entire show in the first scene. They don't want anybody anything to develop. You want to they want to know what the entire show is going to be. And I'll never forget this because it, it was instructive and maybe it was the right move as it was. But when Modern Family Pilot premiered, and for those of you who don't remember the Modern Family Pilot, I, I had nothing to do with it. I think it's one of the best comedy po- network comedy pilots that's ever been done. In it, we're showing shots of three families for the first two acts going yeah. through these things. So it's Mitch and Cam, Jay and Gloria, and the Dunfees.
2: And by the way, pilots, like that's one of the most difficult things to write without a doubt because you're trying to casually introduce each character without making it seem too obvious. yeah like yeah and just oh randomly this is this for per- well and, and also, you need you need dialogue to go oh so by the way how's your hu- oh yeah. she has a husband okay we got yeah. <laughs> like it, and, and it's also so,
1: tell some kind of story yeah it, and there has and to be, be an funny. a story b
2: you know, yes and it, it's it is difficult it's challenging but it, I like the challenge I, I find too. it really
1: awesome yeah and one but one of the things they did in this pile for the first two acts you're watching three separate families and it's only at the top of the third act that you realize all these families are related right and i remember getting to watch an early cut of modern family before I, before i took the job and when there's that moment where everybody is walking into mitch and cam's house and you realize oh that's his dad oh wait that's his sister mm-hmm. and then And it is so satisfying. So we get the the pilots gone. They're promoting the hell out of it. It played, you know, ABC to its credit really recognized it was a special pilot. But we get there and in promotion, they give away that they're all related because testing said- Oh, prior to the- Yes, testing uh... said, and they told us they were going to do this. I still think it was a mistake, but I mean, who knows? We were huge huge hits, so it didn't. But it was just like, that's their thinking. It's like- Testing tells us that people are more inclined to watch if they know everybody's related, if it's not three separate families, and it's like. But testing tells, but
2: but the rest of America, like they
1: like stories.
2: Yeah, but they're not. I think that the rest of the world is not in Hollywood, and they they're not. They don't know that they're no. not. They're not looking up on deadline to see like no. Everyone really, else is just tuning in like. They've worked their whole day and they're, nobody else is dig- no, exactly. digging up the
1: scoop. Like. No, but if I was doing the Sixth Sense pilot, I'm sure there'll be somebody <laughs> right. on the network say. Can we just say he's dead up top?
2: Right. Or it's like, you know, the the Game of Thrones spoilers where the, people lose their shit. You yeah. know, like, those people are held at gunpoint to sign, like-, <laughs> but the,
1: like... I think what network television isn't realizing, and maybe it's not designed to do this, is that people are consuming television shows now more and more like we consume books. So we get into a well, chapter... Well, you can binge something. Yeah, yeah. Too, yeah. Which is, like, all a book is. They're chapters. You read, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you go through it and you get there. And even yeah. if it's not serialized, it's still... So people... You, you like getting in, and I've seen... There's, a, there's several shows that... There were a couple shows this year. There was one in particular that I actually thought had potential. It was this show... Um, I don't know if it's going to last or not, but it was called Ghosted, and it was with um, Adam... Do you know the one... Oh,
2: I heard about that. Who? Uh, exactly the office.
1: Well, yes, yeah, yeah. But it's it, it was really... Um, Jesus, guy. <laughs> but I saw when I watched that pilot. Yeah. Because these two guys were basically ghost hunters in, the, in this thing, and... um. Just so I have it right here. Yeah, it's Adam Scott and uh, Craig Robinson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, and, yeah. And I've there's some it. real funny jokes, but these two guys are slammed together right away and are immediately hunting ghosts. And I have no idea what their relationship is. And I guarantee, when they wrote that script, that there was let's there was a, there was at least an act of getting those two unlikely partners. But together they had to, to trim put the it fat right away. Yeah, and then and it was you just got, you were very lost in it. As a result, you never sort of yeah. got up. And I just think they, that it's just something that... that but Ghost about. is still on, right? Yeah, but it is. I okay. think it is, yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I watched an episode. I didn't watch a pilot, but I watched an episode. I thought it was funny. They have some funny They have some funny stuff on
1: that show. There's, I just like any show that's trying something new.
2: Like, I just I watched um, the AP bio. I, that was funny, right? I watched the pilot. I need to finish watching the rest, but, like, the pilot... I thought the pilot was really good. I, and usually, for me, like, as much as I love to write a pilot, when I'm a fan of a show, that's typically not the best episode if, if
1: the pilot is your best episode your show's not a hit
2: yeah but that I mean I only watched a pilot but the fact that it reeled me in you know like absolutely because a lot of th- I know how difficult it is to casually it, it's there is something to be said for like if somebody can casually tell this story and you get the backstory, you get no, it, you know it, the motivation, the whatever. The but I thought that right was... right away, and Glenn is so great. Yeah, Glenn Howerton so and Patton's great in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I really. Uh, so, uh, Paula Pell's in it. Yeah, too, I, I really uh, love. I love Paula Pell. She's super funny. Yeah. Holy shit, she uh, that she's a old school SNL writer. She no, she's, thirty rock. She's what else? She's done a million fucking Well, she's things. Like
1: you know her from? I mean, I just like she's like the. She's like a major SNL writer. She, she but she a, often just will show up, up in, in something. Sketches. And it's... In She's every, always in the audience sketches.
2: When, back in the... When she would be the one that raised her, her hand, hand during the monologues, it was always... Always funny. One of the funniest things. And when she was on 30 Rock and she played Pete Hornberger's wife. That's right. Great. Oh, my God. Every time
1: she showed up, it was super, super funny. I yeah, so anyway, I'm licking my wounds off of that. Well, you but know... that's just like... It's, it's sort of how it goes. And it's weird because, like... It sounds crazy, and I know I sound like a douchebag because it's like I'm still going back to like a, like a hit show and all that stuff and blah, blah, well, blah. Well, that's not why you sound like a douchebag. That isn't? Is it because of so the way I say things. yas?
2: There's so much more okay. stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's not...
1: <laughs> Is it my... Um... But,
2: but, you know, like, I will I'll say, like, I, I remember, uh, I think it was Sandra Bernhardt or something, like, on Twitter. I noticed that so, people were, like, copying and pasting, like, way back in the day. Like, I think I was still working in... Houston okay. in the newsroom. And the people were stealing people I knew like I went to high school with were like stealing her tweets. You know, copying and pasting Sandra like Sandra Bernhardt? Yeah. If yeah. And, and I remember like looking at these like there was these two chicks that I went to high school with and I was like, how you were never funny. Like <laughs> at yeah. what point did all of a sudden you were this witty, charismatic and I was following Sandra and I don't know if she followed me or something and I go, Yeah, it's really weird these Two people I went to high school with Actually copied Like steal your And I thought Like she would be pissed And she goes Oh honey There's more where that came from That's it And I was like That will stick with me forever Because It's true Like if you write something There's more that's it. I, There's I just,
1: more where it came from. Like, as much as you, you know, you go, I can come up with something else. That's exactly it. And, I mean, I, it's I, it's why I always tell young writers. I've even told you, Guy, don't worry. Because Guy has had, like, and I think people who are starting out, and Guy writes a little bit. And I'm being nice to Guy, which is really weird right now.
2: So, sorry, but, Guy. You know what's coming later. But the truth yeah. is, yeah. But
1: the <laughs> truth is, like, you know, you write a joke and then someone steals it. And, and when you're starting out, that becomes very upsetting. And I know, and I had stuff stolen early in my career. But it was actually Rob Delaney and that's, you know, who who told me though, you know, I remember he was being interviewed about somebody who was like a famous joke thief at that point. And his whole response was like, steal all the jokes you want, fuck you, I'll write more. Right. And it's like, and I always think like, I I thought that was just a really good way to put it.
2: It is because it's something that's so, you know. If you steal my only
1: joke, then I'm not a Yeah, you had one, you had one shot.
2: Like I get so, you know, I don't, so much anymore but i would get so fucking mad and people sometimes would like accuse me of stealing my own joke because because Because, because, somebody else do it yeah so like if i decided okay (laughs) i wrote i wrote this joke and then maybe i'll I'll, you know i tweeted something yeah and it was you know a year and a half ago and i'll go okay you know what i've got this many new followers since then yeah i'll post it again and i'll do it and then i'll get these people go no my friend wrote that and i go Well, let me look it up because there, you know, the best thing is there is a date and a timestamp on (laughs) this shit. And I go no, but the fact is, I'll end up driving myself batshit crazy because I'm spending time scrolling through my old shit to prove to somebody (laughs) in you know fucking Idaho that has two followers that I didn't steal their buddies. Because it's so, it's such an offensive accusation to somebody who does comedy for a living. It is. That's
1: the worst. And it's one of the and and it's, and, and, it's and what's so horrible, what's, what's so bad about it? What always drove me crazy was, it's one of those things. Somebody steals your joke, but there's no way for you. So say somebody steals my joke, and I go, "Hey, that was my joke." Mm-hmm. You always sound like a douchebag calling it calling it back. It, I don't care if it's really happened.
2: You sound like such an asshole. And then there'll be. Have you ever had this where? And this happens a lot. There's just common thinking. Something very generic. You're watching- this with everybody. A Super Bowl. Like Everyone sees wrote, Justin Timberlake. Same material. And it's not verbatim, it's but it's, material. it's- the same fucking thought concept, you know? But it's like, well, it, no, when I somebody will, starts going, you stole this from someone. I'm like-
1: Oh, shut up. Is there up.
2: any fucking chance that it was just kind of an obvious- Yes. An obvious joke and-
1: Especially those jokes that happen during a live event. Like, I've had this- And I mean, with my, my comedy friends, I'm always- um. It's it's always like, oh, fuck, you beat me by three seconds to that joke. Or I beat you, know, like...
2: Right, but somebody will... There'll be a follower, like... Who will
1: always say, hey.
2: it, it, But it won't even be like, hey, somebody else. It'll be like, you fucking stole... Like, it'll be always with, like, violent it's really venom. Angry. It's real aggressive. Hey, like, way you to fucking steal from Dane shit. Cook, asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God, that would hurt me if somebody accused no, me of I I never, happen, never happened. never
1: happened. never <laughs> happened.
2: No, but that... <laughs> it's something that's like... I'll watch something on TV and go like, hey... Maybe that was a pilot that I, you know, similar yes. that somebody passed on, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, "Huh? Well, that's yeah, interesting. That that seems a, well, fuck it, you know. No, I, I have to just tell my, you're not gonna. And if if you're the person that ends up going, I'm gonna, su- God, how bitter do you look? How it's just bitter? Terrible. You look like the most bitter. I knew, I knew this early on. There
1: was a, they, they don't do it as much anymore, but there were a few sketch shows that were on in the early '90s when I was trying to break in. And I went in for meetings on that. I'm not going to name any names of anything, but I wrote a couple sketches for some for for some shows. And on two occasions, Friends, I'm, it's not a sketch show, Seinfeld, and not a sketch show. But I I remember like I I had gone in and I would pitched a few like a couple sketches with jokes, and I didn't, never got the job. And then the show would come on the air, and on two separate shows, there were your jokes. It was my it was my sketch, and it was like. Oh, it hurt like hell, but it was also a little bit like, um, okay, fuck it. I mean, I was on the right track, so right. I might as well just keep writing.
2: Well, there were, there's been times that I've seen something of mine, like in a pretty large format, like, yeah. and it doesn't mean that, you know, whoever took, like there's a writer, somebody, somebody saw something, you know, and, yeah. and I've asked, you know, like if I, if I saw something of mine and. Maybe I know someone that like, hey, that's kinda yeah fucked up. Even though it's kinda fucked up a little bit like it's a little flattering. I I, 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 I somebody took something of mine and stole it and there it was. I saw something of mine a on T V yeah. that's cool. And I've asked, you know, the person behind like, hey, and they'll apologize and you know,
1: like I remember this story by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And,
2: for and, you. and I was like, well, Hey, that's cool. I'm writing shit that's good enough to be on TV. A popular, yeah, yeah. So, like, so no, right,
1: I, I, fuck it. No, so that's that's completely my attitude about it.
2: Well, it's my attitude now, but then again, not to say that I can't have a moment where
1: I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no, I mean, like, I there when when like one of those sort of like there was a I don't know if it's still out there, but there was a there was a site on Twitter called Men's Humor.
2: Oh god, that one I couldn't stand it because they, and there was women's humor too, and they stole shit from me all the time. I had like
1: fifteen things on that thing. Oh, I had so I just the fat Jewish and the fuck Jerry and all these
2: uh, bitches, whatever. There's all these things, and I I mean, there was one I wish I could. The handy Jay and this girl or guy, whoever runs this account, actually, there my shit is, and I said, oh, I he or she is saying they they posted first. And then did that, you know, those time hop things. Yeah. And and it made it two years ago, whatever. But I'm like, okay, but if you type it into Twitter, you are nowhere near this. It's just me. Like you, you, so so you actually photoshopped or whatever. A time hop. A time hop. You're not just saying, I'm sorry, I took your shit. It's, it's. But it was time consuming. I was mad. It took me 20 minutes to like go through back and forth. I was just pissed. You know, like, don't steal my fuck. And then I, and then when you look at the context of the joke, I'm like, I'm, Fucking spending this amount of time on some cock
1: joke. It's exactly it. <laughs> you feel so stupid. I know, and, and like, you feel like such an idiot like, about like I had the greatest jizz joke here. I'm
2: going back and forth with someone who calls himself a Handy Jay. I know who over is. a fucking cock joke. I know that I'm like oh, I. <laughs> That's my jizz joke. You don't take but, my jizz joke. This
1: what, I, I, the only time it ever bothers me is those sites like like with the Fat Jewish or, or or Men's Humor or the yeah. or yeah. any of these where they're monetizing their site they're actually making money off of people's stuff and i think yeah that's, i think the, i think i think when you get to that point yes yeah. it's, it's it's there's something wrong with it i don't care for me but like I'm the fat so,
2: jewish when all of his shit kind of oh. it didn't really seem to phase his career though i mean i well, guess amongst it, the comedy community yeah, he never did, like
1: i had a my i was with caa at the time and they had signed him and I was like, "What the? Yeah, fuck? but they dropped him pretty quick, didn't they? I think so. I don't know if they did. I think they did. But I got a call from his agent at CAA when I was at CAA. He called me up. He's like, "Hey, have you heard, I, I'd love to have you sit down with the fat Jewish." And I was like, that's "And I cool. said, he's a fucking thief." And agent was what? It's like, yeah, no. It makes me. It makes me. It makes me doubt why I'm even with this agency. Like right. You would not do your due diligence. And... Like that's who you fucking. But that's how they work. It's just like they don't care. Well,
2: there was like. I, I can't remember what publication he did this interview with post everything like I think Patton Oswald was the one that kind of really
1: Rob Fee too
2: he, yeah Rob I mean, everyone did but I thought Patton's following yeah they went it, crazy it, it, yeah, you know, and, yeah. And, and like he because he has such a large following that it got yeah. this attention and then uh, so the fat Jewish whatever his actual name is do, sits down and does this interview and and he wouldn't, like, ever own up to anything. He's like, no, I don't no. know. I'm usually sitting in a tub of guacamole. My interns do it. And then I started going, like, you have fucking
1: interns? No, like, the fat Jewish has like, interns.
2: And, and, yeah, the fat Jewish has interns. And, and everything he said was, oh, then I'm sitting in a tub of whipped cream. Like, he's no. not even funny. Like, it, it, no. it, it wasn't funny. And it just made me mad that, like, this was a person. I remember I followed him on Twitter. And, like, we, we followed each other. I didn't realize, like, on Instagram, like, it was different. Yeah. And because I didn't get on Instagram until much later, yeah. and I'm like, "Well, there's fucking half of my shit," you know, like,
1: nope, he's it, it's just like, it's, oh, it
2: just pissed me off. And then I was like, and then I never, I, I guess you know, I don't know if you felt this way. If anyone's ever asked you, like, hey, would you tweet this to make this much money for something? Yes. And I've never, I've said no, you said yes again.
1: I didn't. Say Are yes. you noticing this? Yeah, I'm saying yes. <laughs> so you're saying yes. I don't know what's wrong. I think I'm. A, I think maybe the tequila got me.
2: Or our periods synced up? Maybe or maybe yes. Maybe. My, yes, yes. I'm but tender. like his, uh, I've I've been asked like, "Hey, would you do this?" Or, you know, no. I and I don't know if I'm trying to be like indie and I'm not selling out or something like that. But I've never, if it was like
1: accepted a. Every time I was asked, it was for something I could not do.
2: Well, mine, my, my followers would eat me alive. They'd be like, "You fucking sell." <laughs>
1: like, no, mine would too. But I, but I, I, like if I could make it funny, I do it. But it's it's never something I wanted to do. So, but
2: you know what's actually really great?
1: I don't.
2: So I won't sell out for like anything. But one place I really really love is Rise Pizzeria.
1: Oh my god, Rise Pizzeria!
2: Uh huh. It's is, in Burlingame, California. It's
1: the best. Oh my god! You, I, I, I mean, some of their pizzas. Are so, so good. and Their crust rises well, we and they heard, have like craft beers and shit. Or They do? They do. I'm not, yeah. Well, I just, I, you know, it's like all I eat, basically.
2: It's pretty much, to me, it's like body by I, I Rise met a Pizzeria. guy. I, you met a guy? I, I, I met a guy there, I too. I cried
1: because I had no shoes uh-huh. until I met someone who did not have craft beers from Rise Pizzeria. <sighs> That's the most beautiful thing that you've ever said so besides
2: rise, you saying that i looked pretty as a whore
1: you look pretty as a rice pizzeria we found out wrong. likes some of our things and likes us and likes, just, things. and likes all of our things likes all of our things and just just to say that if you're interested in a sponsorship this is the last time we'll talk for free about you but we will yeah we you know you, well, you pay us
2: and by the way like i am a big fan of, holy shit yeah. yeah i'm a huge fan of i don't know i think you are too like aren't you a huge fan of people that like you
1: i love people who like me.
2: that's like my favorite quality and stuff. I'm like if donald, somebody likes me i'm like donald trump that way well that's how i feel when i look and somebody's like oh do you follow this person and then if i type them and they follow me i'm like yeah yeah I'd i fucking, fucking love, love that, that person. person like if hitler followed me i'd be like you know he's not bad no hitler,
1: you know absolutely he's not that bad yeah we're in a chat room i mean <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's not uh, terrible like if kim jong you know it's like he's got a cool hairstyle you know um, he took a bold choice
1: Well I mean I feel like we talked about a lot of stuff tonight I feel like we did too Do you want anything else um, you, want was you want to say to promote I was going to say
2: nothing to promote really Because we do talk comedy And I have discovered One of my new favorites Tell me Okay have you seen the uh, It's called The Stand-Ups it's on Netflix
1: No not yet
2: So it's it's called The Stand-Ups and it's just I don't know maybe six different stand-ups. Comedians that have like thirty thirty 30 minute mi- sets The first uh fortune, uh Femster's on who I love, she's a friend of mine, she's great. Yeah. This first guy, Nate Borgazi Oh, B A R G A Z E. Is it great? I absolutely love this guy. Like I-, I watched his set, died laughing. I just found on um on iTunes, I bought it last night, he has an hour special. It was on Comedy Central, like from twenty fifteen or something. Oh really? Like, the magic something guy, could
1: you know? But I would... Uh, magic.
2: To- but, like, this dude, he's from Tennessee, and he... So, of course, you know, I like anybody from the yeah, South, yeah. you know? Because, yeah. why not? But he's not, like, South, like, he's going to be on the blue-collar col- comedy. Yeah, no. Thing like that. He's But his delivery, like... It's almost like Tom Segura, who I also love. I love him. It's this dead... Pan, like, his delivery is so... And his He's so fucking funny, and his just... It's very observational storytelling. Uh-huh. It's, you would, you, I think you'd really. Did you really, see
1: the last Todd Barry one?
2: Oh, I did. Yes. <laughs> that was uh, really spicy Honey. Spicy Honey. Yes. Todd Barry. Spicy Honey. Super
1: I, funny. He makes me laugh.
2: He's, I did, you know, like the first time I did that at Midnight Show was with him. Oh, really? And him and Mike Lawrence. Yeah. He is so He's goddamn so funny. He's so fucking funny. I One of my favorite things is on Twitter, him Do you follow him on Twitter? Always, yeah. Him and uh, Brendan Walsh. Yes, yeah, yeah. And how much they pretend to hate each other? It's the greatest. And he'll just like, oh here, and he'll try to create a hashtag like, Uh "Dumb Brendan Walsh." (laughs) just like, they purposely just back and forth. Wow. It's one of my favorite things ever. Yes, I
1: enjoy Todd. Okay. He's a good one. We we we'll 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 link. We'll We'll, we'll link to the what is it? The Tom Segura special.
2: Yeah, that's it. So Old-time that, no, magic? No, that's Nate Oh, uh, Nate
1: Bregazzi. Oh, yeah, Nate Bregazzi. Yeah.
2: But also, Tom Segura has Disgraceful that's also on Netflix. It just came out, and it's really, really, really we'll funny. We'll link
1: to all of those. You yes. definitely watch all of those. And then the stand-ups on Netflix. The stand-ups on Netflix. Super
2: good. Um, I also just watched The Female Brain last night, that uh, Whitney Cummings and Neil oh, Sophia's Brennan. Sophia's in that, right? Yeah, Sophia's in it. Uh, Blake Griffin's in it.
1: I heard it. I heard he's great, by the way. Oh,
2: my God. Him he's so and uh, funny. Cecily Strong are a couple in it. I could watch them all day. I was... Blake Griffin, Fun. is, super funny.
1: We started to tweet together years ago. Really and, nice and, guy too. And, yeah, super nice, and is, is a genuinely funny guy. He's like, like he's is such
2: a, a funny is, dude. Is, is, he like, loves comedy. He'll do stand up. He's, he's a tried. comedy
1: nerd. He actually interned at Funny or Die on the off season. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's in Joe Mandy's special in the very beginning.
2: He's such a a. Fu- I was so sad to see like the Clippers traded him to. The Pistons. Maybe,
1: I know, and he's killing it over there, too. Well, he
2: is, but I'm like, God, to wake up and be in Los Angeles and go, God, you got to go live in Detroit now. I can't even imagine. Later. His first game. except you...
1: Unless we have fans in Detroit. Did you, did you...
2: <laughs> well, even the people in Detroit, if you've been, like, the weather's gorgeous out here and it was, like, minus nine there or something yeah. the day he had to, it was 75 here in sunny.
1: and Jesus.
2: But the first play, when they sent oh, yeah. him and did you see that yeah, he forgot his jersey <laughs> i know it's the best that was so funny but no, i love like but he's super
1: guy. he's super funny it was like during the. it was like a basketball strike going on and i said if you want to work around the house yeah my house like i tweeted him. Mean, you know I, you know i could always use a handyman yeah it's like i and he just like he just came back really quickly he's like I'm really good at changing light bulbs, (laughs) which was like I thought was super funny. He's
2: super funny, uh, but that movie—if yeah, we could put that—it's on iTunes. The female Um, brain, yeah, the female brain. But yeah, it's uh, Whitney Cummings' first uh, uh, directorial. Did and you? she, yeah, she stars in it. But her and Neil Brennan wrote it, wrote it together. Yeah. And Neil, who I one of my favorites, like yes. that Three Mics of his. Three I've watched is, it a million times. I yeah, fucking love it. It's genius. Yeah. So, anything else that you want to promote? Anybody else's comedy? Who's else? What is oh, it? American Vandal. Oh my god. I was so mad that I'm not even a part of that.
1: Okay, so do you know how upset? I told you about American Vandal. Why aren't and, I? And 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 so American Vandal, if you haven't seen it on Netflix, is great. Love it. We actually. Just hired the the main guy Jimmy Chitaro. Yes, and he
2: was in Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, he's. I didn't remember. I fucking love him. He's He's awesome.
1: We just hired him to play Alex's boyfriend on Modern Family. It was honestly. Does he need a prostitute at at the table read? (laughs) And table reads are tough for guest cast on a show like ours. And we, he, he killed. He's so Uh, fucking funny. Goddamn show, American Vandal is it deserves whatever it gets. It's so it's so good. It's so real. And here's the weirdest thing about that. It's because show.
2: they never break character. They you, never laugh. They never they it's so take it so serious.
1: Not giving not giving anything away about American Vandal, but basically take the staircase or take um, making a murderer. To what, me,
2: I thought it like ma- making a murder. I didn't get into that as much as everyone else did. But the staircase, the way that it was so
1: yeah, but it was very much like making a murder too. It was like all of those. It,
2: it, oh god, it was so. But so and the but, woman that plays his mom too, was unbelievable. So, she's like he never lies to me. Okay, he does and lie. And the principal oh. or the woman, the,
1: but sh- so anyway, so what good. happens in it? Instead of following a murder case, this is a, a like a, a like a, a mystery documentary, fake documentary, like docu series, docu series. Done by allegedly by the AV club of a high school about a major scandal that has happened in the school, and that scandal is that this guy played by Jimmy Tatro is accused of drawing how many dicks? Like uh, 20... 20,
2: twenty-seven. Uh, twenty-seven cars in the faculty parking lot. There were twenty-seven life. cars in the faculty parking lot, and it's all life. who drew the dicks.
1: And he spray paint somebody spray painted dicks onto it, so it's always who drew the dicks.
2: Who drew the dicks? And it was like a hashtag. Who drew the dicks? Who drew the dicks? And he's like, I. W- I didn't do it. I I, I didn't do it. But yeah. his face when they do at the beginning and they show their yearbook photos, does this look like the face of somebody? <laughs> does it? Just his face alone is like that. The, he just has that jock, that kind of just like he's genius at that. The the, the 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 part that killed me that I have never laughed that hard out loud at something uh-huh. was, no, he he left because he goes to priceless moments to take a dump. And that kid goes, he won't go to my house because my mom has one of those squishy toilet seats. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, it's like pooping into someone else's butthole from your butt. Like it, it was a very detailed description. Oh so he God. goes to an old antique shop down the street Sweet. to take shit. No, it's great. And also oh, the, the love
1: animated it. to show there's at one point to show how a crime couldn't have happened. There's an animated person giving a hand job to show. How yeah. It like would, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is how it could have gone but down. I don't want to ruin it. Just go. Go watch it. It's genius. Yeah,
2: and if anybody involved with the show, hire me. Yeah. I I guess I'm so disappointed I'm not involved. That sounds like right in my eye. I
1: felt the same way. I felt the same way. It's like, I'm just mad. Now I'm better. Oh, I have something (laughs) to promote that's coming up in a little bit. Oh, was your album dropping? No, but I do. I have a book. I haven't even told you this. You haven't told me that you had a book. Yes. So... I am doing, it's a simple. Does Is your yes, book again? called Yes? I think we should call yes. this episode Yes. Yes by Danny Zirk. Call this episode Hell Yas.
2: No, it's just going to be Yas. Just okay, Y A S S. No, S S S. S S S S S. Yas Queen. The S S Yas. Yas.
1: If you have a boat, that's what you should name it. No, but I'm doing a book of, it sounds, it's all going to, I'm giving everything to charity for it. What's Charity's last name? Uh, charity, uh, <laughs> Charity blowjobs. But yes, she nailed yeah, it. She, um, I'm doing. I'm putting out with like annotations. <laughs> I'm putting out. Fuck you. I hate Jenny so much. <laughs> I'm, just, putting I'm putting out. No, I'm doing a book of the the entire war I had with Donald Trump. I had some somebody like compiled that, and recently I was out at a fundraiser, and Timothy Simons from Veep. Oh, I love him. I know yeah, him. He's great. He's a great. great guy too. We should have him on. Well, yeah, he would totally do it. Yeah, I love him. He's I love great him too. So we did a uh, we did a live reading of my entire like five month Twitter war with Donald Trump in 2013. When was that? And this was like probably like in November. Thanks for inviting me. I did. You weren't around. You were like on the road. You actually were. Truly. Oh, okay. I you, were, I you really were. I would love to. Was... You know. yeah, yeah, But We did so this live reading. Another friend of mine, this guy, Paul Slansky, he's a very political guy, wrote like a, one of the definitive books on Reagan. He was in the audience and he said, we should put this all out as a book where you like sort of chart it because everything, and he, one of the things, the book is going to be called, it'll come out probably in a couple months, maybe two months tops. It's called He Started It, which was Great. literally Donald Trump's response to somebody, somebody said, you're acting really immature. I can't believe you're being so immature In this fight with Danny Zucker to which Donald Trump replied he started it and then I wrote back as your friend when someone accuses you of something like this he started it may not be the best response and but so we're calling it he started it." and what's interesting because I hadn't been through it in a long time and it's it's like 150 back and forth it's crazy long I'm the longest War that I, I'm the which, by extended. the way,
2: that we have a president can that can be baited into that a
1: Twitter war, a Twitter war.
2: I mean, Lavar Ball, that guy. Like, I know. No, you should be. Shouldn't you be a? <laughs> he a has president. said He's... worse
1: things about me than he has the KKK, Vladimir Putin, Hitler. You. Mean I don't it.
2: recall him saying anything bad about Vladimir Putin. Nothing has he ever? No.
1: Uh, by the way, if you were in bed with Vladimir Putin, if Vladimir Putin had owned your dad, you. I would be would,
2: asking for the key for the handcuffs you, that would be tied to the bed because they would, would not fall in
1: You wouldn't act any differently than Donald Trump is acting right now. But um, anyway, so I'm putting that out. I mean, you have all the proceeds to like Time's Up and all the women's charities oh. and, 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 and Lean Left and all that. So uh, look for that. That's coming out in a couple of months. Probably, uh, hopefully in March. That's awesome. Yeah, so that'll be
2: fine. Congrats. Yay! High five. Yeah. I was gonna say the the last f- funniest thing that I think I've ever read recently was uh, the Quincy Jones interview.
1: The Quincy Jones interview is pretty much everything. I
2: would like it framed.
1: I just feel like I, Quincy Jones is in his eighties right now. We just need he, to put a camera on him. Eighty-five years old, and we need to. The, and like, look, when he
2: casually just goes, "I wish I didn't know who killed JFK," I'm like,
1: "I know." <laughs> Like it says something. Like to me, what was so interesting was like, okay, yeah, Marlon Brando fucked Richard Pryor, fine.
2: And he goes, oh, he'd he'd fuck a mailbox, and then Richard Pryor's widow you know goes, says, yeah. yeah, I mean, he'd be the kind that would fuck a radiator and then send it flowers the next That's day. Right. And he was open about it. I'm like,
1: this is the fucking what most interesting. But then the best thing about it for me was because look, I'm I'm mostly obsessed with Michael Jackson in that he fucked little boys. But that he's also like insanely cheap and a thief was amazing. He calls him a thief. He uh, then, but also he called him a thief. But and then name
2: dropped the song. The uh, the people Donna he stole. Summer. But he produced Donna Summers. He produced my like he was a producer on both I of those know. so it's like so michael
1: jack didn't steal it you did too no he, but if he, he produced both no but he said to him he said throw this person i think it was for billy jean uh-huh. he said throw this person some money and he never uh-huh. did because uh-huh. he was apparently like
2: but just, also michael jackson was the one that when he him, said he didn't have vitilago he said it was just a plastic surgery. so that's bullshit when he's like oh yeah no he's like oh it's it was always some disease bullshit like, that's the reason he goes his plastic surgery. Yeah. Everything that was, like, kind of, we like, all just kind of knew or he was hearsay, like, oh, his dad, you know, told he he th- always thought he was ugly, so he kept doing the shit to his face. It, I know. Like, he just flat out fucking said it. I, I kept looking, like, who, I, somebody should just make a list of who came out a winner in that interview. Because, like, Mark Ronson, he paid a nice Uh, compliment to (laughs) I was like, of all of that, if I was Mark Ronson, I'd I'd be be like, like, Woo, I made it. Fucking awesome.
1: Thank you. I just wish there was a camera on that interview the entire time, not on Quincy Jones, but on whoever was interviewing him. Because they had to be like, I can't believe this. Whoever
2: interviewed him also did a fucking
1: amazing Amazing job job by
2: just jumping into the next thing. When he said, oh, I dated Ivanka Trump.
1: Oh, my God.
2: And know, it, it sounded like it was odd dinner. I don't know that I would say I dated someone if I had dinner with them.
1: Yeah. Because he didn't go. He didn't say I fucked Ivanka Trump.
2: Right. But he, but how many times, like a great drinking game, how, he was like, she's finding the motherfucker. He yeah. said motherfucker more.
1: Yeah, he had a lot of motherfuckers. There. He said
2: motherfucker a lot. But I absolutely thought that was one of the most. Interesting, entertaining interviews.
1: You know, it occurs to me. This is just a. This is an, because it was
2: honest. Like the, he just didn't give a shit. This like, is as
1: good as my Bruce Springsteen elevator story. But I was on an elevator with Quincy Jones. Did you fart in no, the elevator? No. No. But I remember he was trying to push this floor, and he's like, and I remember it was Quincy Jones because his offices were in the same across from Warner Brothers where mine were, and he said, he said, I do remember him saying. God damn it! This elevator is a motherfucker. <laughs> so I did hear that before. So you actually heard him. I say it. heard him say motherfucker. I guess it's a. I guess it's a go-to word.
2: Well, when he was, uh, they asked him the "We Are the World" question, like Cyndi Lauper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that was entertaining. I was like, <laughs> I know, and I,
1: it made me sad because I love Cyndi Lauper, but it was like he was like,
2: I love Cyndi Lauper too. And what I had always heard about the "We Are the World" thing was she kept. This is what I had heard was oh, yeah. the rumor was. And it, I think maybe it was even like some behind the music portion uh-huh. or something that she didn't want the other singers to laugh at her when it was her time oh. to do that because, you know, her voice is yeah. like everyone else has this. Yeah, yeah. And you she know, has that rush. You know, here comes Lionel Richie, here comes Kenny Rogers, and then yeah, hers, yeah. whatever her line was. And that she was so worried that the other musicians would laugh at her. Like that—that oh. that was the thing that I heard. But I love Cindy Lauper. I do. But but when he's like, she so was funny. the only one that was a pain really in the ass. Rude. I'm
1: like, she would not have been my pick for biggest diva there. I would say that. Well,
2: this is—I'll just add to this—is shit like that. Like hearing something about some shit that we liked. Okay, so this whole like Kim Cattrall, Sarah Jessica Parker thing—I don't know it. Okay, so unfortunately, Kim Cattrall had posted something that her brother was missing, oh um, and then a few days later found. Really? yeah and super like terribly sad but but, you know prior to this this whole like could there be a sex in the city three right you know and she's the one that's like no
1: i'm not this is kim cattrall
2: kim cattrall and sarah jessica part the other ones i think were willing to do it to do it and she's like i'm in my 60s i don't think anyone wants to see samantha you know yeah and fair enough i haven't nothing and she ends up Uh, So I guess Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, they, after found that her brother passed away, reached out, you know, publicly. And I guess maybe privately, I don't know, but just, I know it was like publicly. And she posts on her Instagram, like, yeah, um, I don't need your help right now. Sarah Jessica, like. It was something, like,
1: very specific. I don't need your help, Sarah Jessica Parker. It wasn't...
2: I don't need your help. Let me see if I'm going to pull it up. It was... It wasn't... I don't need your... I don't want your thoughts and prayers. I am not, like...
1: You're not family? Is that what it was, guy? (laughs) So, it's... I don't need your love or support at this tragic time, Sarah Jessica Parker. Holy shit. And then...
2: Look at what you wrote.
1: My mom asked me today, when will that Sarah Jessica Parker, that hypocrite, leave you alone? Your continuous reaching out is a painful reminder of how cruel... You really were then and now. Let me make this very clear, if I haven't already. You are not my family. You are not my friend. So I'm ready to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl persona. Copy and paste link. Inside the mean girl's culture that destroyed sex in the Uh, city. Wow. Yeah. What happened there? I I mean, because I didn't know sex. I have always heard. I've heard. I guess I've heard too. Well,
2: this is one of those things. And then like, you know, the whole thing with Uma Thurman and you know you see this yeah it's like right now we're in this day and age where we're getting this peak behind the curtain that that none of us wanted it's like don't ruin our show (laughs) like how many people like i love sex in the city those kill bill movies or some of my favorite fucking movies i love to find out that it's not what you think
1: no to find out that they almost killed uma thurman really makes me sad
2: but doesn't it? it isn't a weird thing to like oh oh the cosby show not that fucking cool (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> more yeah, like I was always
1: happy I never liked the Cosby show so it made it easier that one easier <laughs> but, for him but you know what I mean like yes, all of a totally sudden we're know. getting
2: this like peak behind that no one none of us ask for no, I'm telling you it's I, like keep that shit to yourself guys <laughs> it's like I'll I don't want to know that y'all weren't I'll friends get it, or... it, was,
1: it was like the early to mid 90s and I had just gotten there was like this definitive Woody Allen biography that came out I was like oh I'm really enjoying this because he was like a huge influence on me um, and, and like comedy and right then it was like was when he started It was public that he was dating Soon-Yi. And it was just like, it was such a bummer.
2: Well, it's so hard sometimes for like, when you like someone, that people often will, you know, in politics and in entertain, like in any fashion, like, look, in this whole Me Too movement, I'm sorry, you know, plenty of people, Bill Clinton, good president. I mean, my stock portfolio looked great. Not a great guy. No, of course not. And we have to own that. You have to own it. You have and, to
1: own it. You can't like. I, I I I realized for myself on him that I was absolutely was willing to look the other way on it. Um, most people
2: were because it's like you want to like when you yeah. want to like someone. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's so hard so to I, come I, to I, terms I, with. Like I
1: definitely you're not a good you know you're, you're, no but not a good guy.
2: Not a good guy. And like I I was like telling my mom the other day because you know I said look I've never seen two people less in love than Donald and Melania. Yeah. Like never. And and I'm like look at. Barack and Michelle. Look at George W. and yeah. They, you've never heard... Never. You It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm using both of them because one's um, Republican and one's Democrat. No, Democratic. of course, but
1: you knew that, the, you knew that George and... It, it, they, but, like, you, despite your
2: politics, you can look at those two couples and go, well, they they're a strong other. couple. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a strong couple. Okay, I'm Donald Melania. Wow. Well, that's, I mean... It's fucking ridiculous. No, like, that's,
1: that looks like white slavery.
2: It look, but it's it's this thing of like, I mean, I, I I'm still kind of baffled right now that right in the the fucking heart of all this Me Too and that the Lakers retired Kobe Bryant's jersey, both of them because he changed numbers twice, and no one's nope. mentioned he got, he got. this whole thing that this girl actually just didn't want to testify because she was getting death threats by Laker fans and read the police report. No, what he? I know she, he amazing.
1: He, he had good timing because he, he's even nominated for an
2: Oscar or <laughs> yeah. He, yeah for like right. whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know.
1: What was it A short? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like, so it's like, yeah, no, I know a lot of people have gotten a free ride. No, it's, it's, it's stuff. My only other comedy thing, which is my favorite thing that's happened in a long time is Donald Trump walking up the stairs and that, is that, his hair and the back flap of hair because it was it just showed it was so much worse than any of us had ever thought. It was, it was so it was so Darth Vader taking off the mask. It was like it, it really was, was. It was just it's like that. I mean, it looks like a growth on an old man. It was it was just it like was a, the just, skin fold. I was, mostly want him in jail because he won't have hair care products or orange bronzer, and we get to see what that guy looks like. He won't. What good. he looks like is gotta be horrendous it's
2: i mean i i just feel like he also tucks his undershirt into his unders and like it's just got to be a disaster oh my god and you and, and and like, lying like, about his height and weight was super funny the lying me.
1: about the height and weight like he grew an inch and then and then i loved how everybody was putting up pictures of people who were 6'3 yeah Two twenty seven? Oh, I remember like two thirty nine.
2: This my ex boyfriend, uh, who was like six two and like him and I were together like five years, we'd lived together and I remember and he was a very just naturally muscular yeah. build. Like mm-hmm. and he would go through this phase of like really fucking working out and get but he was always six two and probably two twenty or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And I remember like one time he had been working out and he just like didn't have a shirt on. Okay, he's still arms yeah, are yeah, jacked yeah. like he just, just where his six-pack would be it just was a little softer and yeah, he's yeah. like oh i got on the scale and 233 okay i'm looking at the and i go you don't you look great like come on um, yeah of course i remember this so vividly of him doing that because he was like making me laugh by like, hunching his shoulders over yeah. okay i know what that shit looked like yeah And <laughs> Not look like the greatest, the, a few pounds shy of the greatest. Of that picture shit.
1: Pick of him next to a Rod, and, <laughs> and it's just it's so fantastic. I like
2: the one of him next to um, it was like Jeb Bush, and there's one of him next yes. to Brock, like the height
1: thing, you know. I, and no. and
2: Jeb Bush is. He's no. like 6'3", he's yeah, pretty tall. Yeah, yeah, no, he is. And he's like he's, he's significantly at least, He's
1: at least 2 inches taller than than um Donald Trump. Donald Trump has probably shrunk to 6'1". I believe that probably he was 6'2" at one point.
2: His head is probably weighing down yeah. the rest of him.
1: Okay. We've said know. goodbye so many times in this podcast, but we should go. Uh,
2: we should. I have to go All home right. anyway. Do you
1: school day tomorrow? I'm
2: sure your family's
1: like oh, fuck. fuck him. <laughs> hey guy. Thank you, guy, guy worked really hard this week, Guy. I'm not really even did. going to cut you off. Tell me anything you want to promote. At the guy df on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. That was it. Anything else? No. Shut up, Guy. Hey, Jesus yeah, Christ. See, oh, why is
2: Apple? Damn you, Steve Jobs.
1: Steve Jobs, ghost of, Jobs. Ghost of Steve Jobs. So look Eve at all Jobs. The links we put a lot of links on this week. We're going to really make a concerted effort to, to do this more. I'm coming to my hiatus right now. So I'm going to write next week. So it's all about me. It's all about me. We have a lot of special guests coming up. We've already confirmed. And this will certainly for the spring become a regular weekly or even twice a week sometimes thing.
2: It will. And next weekend we'll do this?
1: Yes. Next Sunday. Dewey, you're going to be here? Dewey, you'll be here? He just
2: licked his... And he just said yes And he just
1: licked his lips. So thank you (laughs) for coming. We love you. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Yes, Yes. You've been a great audience. Okay, I
2: love each and every one of you. Bye.